All right, we're back from our Thanksgiving break. I trust everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Everybody have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's get ready for Captain Reverso. <laughs> yeah. No, that is not what I asked. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, I was reading that uh, LeBron James got COVID, and I thought that this discussion would go a lot better, that he would be dead. But Captain Reverso has informed me that apparently <laughs> he's still alive and passed a, co- a COVID test. Uh, yeah, COVID protocol for the NBA that he's able to play. <laughs> he had a false positive, according to them. And you were saying that, that he's on the downhills, downhill slide. Well, that's what I heard. I'm not a sports guy, and I, I don't follow any sports at all, but I was – reading through the news and, and the feed or whatever. And it popped up that I guess some sports forecaster or, or whatever has apparently said that LeBron. Jerry Maguire. Yeah, that's his name. Uh, said that uh, I guess like LeBron James is uh, he's kind of on the decline. He's like his career is kind of over or, or not necessarily over but it's kind of going that way he's getting old his hairline's on the rise i noticed uh, yeah mine was that way a long time ago but um he has his career is just i guess kind of on the decline or whatever so evidently it's gotten in his head mm-hmm. because now all the stuff that you see about him in the news is negative like he's got two fans ejected from the game and people are are making fun of LeBron all over Twitter about that. He got into a fight, elbowed a guy in the head or face or something, got penalized for that, paid a big fine for that. He uh, said he had big balls or large testicles or something on the court, got penalized for that. <laughs> uh, um, I, mean, I, 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 got, I mean, I don't know that he should have been penalized for that. but Well, it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, it's just work talk. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's just how people talk on the job. Well, they say it's locker room, but he wasn't in the locker room. So, okay. Yeah. Well, touche. Uh, so, evidently, this guy's really gotten in his head. Well, he's a Chinese shill, so I was hoping that maybe he was deceased. We are going to win. All right, folks, the first thing we have up this evening is a completely innocent man who didn't do anything wrong at all. Uh, a great actor, completely re- <laughs> completely and totally responsible individual who does not incite violence or any type of violent rhetoric ever. Uh, he's never spoken about anybody with malice or hatred. Just a good guy. So uh, we're going to roll for you a clip of Mr. Alec Baldwin on... George Stephanopoulos' show, another stellar individual who would never concoct a situation via an interview to maybe soften the blow and the, for the public perception of a complete dirtbag like Alec Baldwin. Hit it, reverse it. The tragic death on the set of Rust, Alec Baldwin says his life has become a recurring nightmare. I'm not somebody who has a lot of vivid dreams, but I have dreams about this constantly now. 
I wake up constantly where guns are going off. These images have come into Can my you pause mind. That? Kept me awake at night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm already ready. We, we, that's how far we made it. You're, are you having dreams where guns are just going off, <laughs> or like dreams where you're shooting people? <laughs> are, yeah. So are they going off in your hand? <laughs> or are they just going off? So yeah. Let me ta- let me take that and kind of expound on it. When you're having the dreams of the guns going off, are are is there a maniac that looks like you behind the gun, squeezing the trigger like a complete jacks, not knowing what gun said gun is loaded with? But yeah, he basically has PTSD from being a being a completely irresponsible. Oh yeah, guns are going off and grenades too, really, uh, and yeah, and landmines. And I'm in a foxhole. <laughs> yeah, you're basically. I'm pinned down. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, dude. Spare, yeah. which so uh, and to the audience, I apologize because we're we're gonna have to really uh, we're gonna be like a, a uh, hibachi chef the way we slice this thing up because <laughs> I'm not gonna make it two seconds before we have to stop again because this dude sucks. Sorry, hit it reverso. Slept for weeks and I've really been struggling physically. I'm exhausted uh, from this because I gotta try to be there for my kids. And my family's all I have. I mean, I, I honestly, God, I couldn't give a up my career anymore. Is it over? Oh, all right, hold on. Because I, I got to be honest, nobody really gave up <laughs> about your career to begin with. <laughs> so now you're just on the same page as everybody else about your career. <laughs> yeah, and like, I, it's it's hard to determine if what he's saying is accurate about not having slept for weeks because he looks like. He's always looked like he's never slept. Like, you've always yeah. looked like you just came off of a gargantuan bender. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, this guy is such an alcoholic cokehead. Yeah. Does not sleeping make you look more like an idiot? <laughs> he said he's all about his family, but wasn't he just in the news, like, a couple of weeks ago for going off on his wife in public? Oh, was he? I think, I think that's accurate, actually. Yeah, he may, yeah. uh, he's a nut bar, dude. Yeah, he may need to get back to acting. Oh, he yeah, is right now. That's what yeah, he's doing. This is yeah, one of his best performances. Yeah, if we'd stop interrupting, he would get to it. Yeah, there's no telling <laughs> how many times he rehearsed this performance. Yeah, and and plus he's got he's got George Stephanopoulos giving him the alley oop the whole time. Basketball reference, LeBron James. <laughs> Hit it, babe. Could be. It could be. Yeah, so, so back that up I just a minute. Back back it up about ten seconds, if, if please. All right. To God, I couldn't give up my career anymore. Is it over? Why? Well, it could be. Okay. It could be if I decide that I. So immediately, the, and, and listen, I'm not Dr. Phil, not pretending to be, but and I don't have to be because this guy's an idiot. Is it, is it over? The genuine concern. Uh, well, hmm, maybe. That's not an affirmative answer. That's like, no, that that's actually, well, it is an affirmative answer, and that answer would be no. So the whole the whole gist of this fake interview is to pretend that this guy has some kind of compassion for the person that he murdered in cold blood on purpose, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's kind of like the way um, uh, Jimmy Kimmel was for Hunter Biden, like trying to make him more personable. And, and for whatever reason, I don't know why they're doing this for this idiot, only other than that he toes the Democrat hack partisan line. But yeah, oh, is it over? Uh, maybe. No, mm-mm. that's like if your kids ask you, hey, can we go to the park today? And you're not going to take them. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, not going to happen. Well, they have to They have to throw the reference to the children and stuff in there and his family just to make him seem more personable. It's oh, yeah. Be, you know, 
I just because that's that's what normal people would, you know. But normal people aren't on a set, you know, playing pretend mm-hmm. like the rest of us are busy going to work. And make no mistake, so he, he was pretending to be like a, some kind of hard Western, you know, John Wayne type. Yeah. So yeah, while the rest of us are at work, he's out playing pretend and whatnot. So when something tragic like this happens, he's like, "Oh God, what would a normal person do?" Uh. I don't know. Make reference to their family. <laughs> well, I mean, he's literally like Ricky Bobby's. He has no idea what to do with his hands. He just—they're just up in front of his face. I think I think you're right, but I don't think he came up with that on his own. Like I think they told him that's what he's supposed. To. They gave him a script. Here's a character you're going to be. Somebody that cares yeah. about their family. I've seen a normal person one time, and they were with their family. It seems like that's what they would do. So just let's go with that. I just like how solemn he is. I, I'm not sleeping at all. Uh, 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 I'm having nightmares. Yeah, idiot. Let's go. I, I mean, could I work? I'm going to go make another movie in January. Told you. Them, Do you want to get out of it? Okay, now hang Do on. Let's play it from 35 no. to 45 without interrupting. Yeah, I'll try. Rex, please make sure not to interrupt again, please. Do my best. Yeah, right there. That's fine. Let's just hear anymore. One. Is it over? Why? Well, it could be. It could be. If I decide that I, I mean, could I work? I'm going to go make another movie in January. And I said to him, do you want to get okay, out Okay, so he just says, oh, it could be. It could be. I'm going to make another movie in January. Yeah, so but that, it could be over. I'm going to make a movie in January. <laughs> so that shows you how prideful this guy is right there. He can't deny that he's not going to work again. He's telling everybody right there. You know, he's, he's trying, he's been instructed to tell people at this interview that he's sorry, he screwed up, but he's too prideful to tell people that he's not going to work again. So he's had to be boastful and say he's going to make another movie in two months. Yeah. In in January, he's going to start the production on rust Two, (laughs) the the rusty trombone. Rust 2. <laughs> Rust 2. Loaded gun. <laughs> Keep it away from this guy. No, what, yeah. one, one thing that he said, though, was just now, I'm going to make a new movie in January, and I said to them, do you still want to do, do you still want to do this? As if, like, they were asking, like, he, his words are all minced up. You, he doesn't have it straight. So, to hear, like, I heard it back it up to 40, and, and listen, may, pay close attention. And I said to them, is this something you still want to do? But as if it was like them asking him, check it out and see if I'm not lying. I, I mean, could I work? I'm going to go make another movie in January. And I said to them, do you want to get out of it? Do you want to get rid of me? Because of what happened, they said no. Oh, okay, never mind. I but I said to myself, context. do I want to work much more after this? Is it worth it? For now, Baldwin is, is it worth it? I mean, I could hurt somebody else. <laughs> is it worth it? I don't know. It depends how much they pay me. <laughs> Like it has something to do with morality or I'm ethics. I'm a literal loose cannon. I don't know what I'm capable of. And and that that's that's actually very profound and accurate and true because the dude actually, I mean, has always been a loose cannon. He's a he's a lunatic, and and that's kind of the thing that that everybody I think with a brain thought. I don't think so. I think by this picture right here, I think he's a family man. He switched I, gears. He's family man. Do now. you ever look at your wife like that? What like weird like that? Like, like basically. I'm trying to figure out why he looks like he's got one foot in the grave and the other on a banana peel, and he looks like he's with this. He's got kids that are like what six? Yeah, that's what I was wondering too. But and his wife looks like she. His wife's the fake, 30, Hispa- the fake Hispanic woman. She was the fake foreigner. 
that was speaking with an accent until she wasn't. <laughs> yeah, she's a fraud. But see how the daughter's smiling, looking at mommy, and he's like, what? Like, he doesn't, like, what planet am I on? Like, no, he's just confused, dude, uh, because he's he's and extremely he's, old. He's got both of these children. They both have, one of them's got a mask around its chin, the other <laughs> one's got a mask around her neck, and he's just, looks like an idiot. Like He's got a, he's wearing a turtleneck. Yeah, it looks like a turtle in a turtleneck. Terrible. Child abuse. She has Starbucks or McDonald's one. You know, so anyway, I, I took that out of context. So he was saying that that, that was them that asked if, if he asked them if they still want to do it or kick him out. Like that absolves him. So plausible deniability. Well, they, I asked them, did they want to kick me out? Like, how about you say, hey, I'm bowing out. So he's trying to walk this middle ground. Hit it, Reverso. Of his time focused on his family, trying to stay out of the public eye. My kids are in the car crying. I'm just asking. We sat down as a courtesy now to talk to you. Now, please, would you just not follow us for the rest? Just, just leave us just go home. We gave go you everything home. we could Thank possibly you. give you, okay? You. Yeah, or I'll put a bullet in one of you. <laughs> really, dude. You your kids. Have you been able to talk to them about this, or are they too young? I had to tell my two older kids what happened. Yeah, my wife and I told them what happened because they're going to go to school. And it's less about what kids say at school than what the parents say at school. So now they have masks on in New York because it was like she were one of many people and, uh, you know, nobody gives a who you are, really, until this happens. And then you're walking down the street, you see a lot of this. Someone hits somebody. They're like, oh, there he is. You see a lot of this with people in a coffee shop with their phone. Go like this. You see a lot of people behaving a certain way. How do you not internalize that? Oh, I do. I do. Aww. I mean, this has made me sick, but again, I don't want to sound like I'm a victim. Aww. I mean, Paul's again, that. You sure about that? Yeah. Are you, are you sure, buddy? Oh, oh man. And I feel so bad. In the oh, people are like smacking yeah. each other in the street, drawing attention to you. <laughs> and they're like pulling up their phones and stuff, like taking pictures of you, trying to be all yeah. candid about That's it. That's not, dude, even if he did murder somebody, that is no way to treat somebody that murders people. Oh, my God. You it, should never go down to. The, the, like prison, death row, and ever film those people. Do not do Even if it's a documentary, that is so inhumane to film somebody with your cell phone. In a coffee shop. And let's not pretend like you're a, like a viable enough actor that people are even doing that. If I saw that guy. Everybody <laughs> gives a sh Yeah. Like, that. did you see the old guy that just walked by? He looks tired. <laughs> yeah, somebody get this guy a chair. <laughs> Damn. I mean, sir, are you lost? Did you did, did you lose your way from the nursing home? Yeah, I don't know that they're doing that because they even recognize who you are. But I he looks maniacal, though. I actually would stay away from him. He he, he looks maniacal, like like he would shoot you <laughs> with a revolver. <laughs> so, which that's because he will. Yeah. Well, it's not his fault, and we'll get to that. So, hit it again, babe. Clear victims here. Is this the worst thing that's ever happened to you? Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Because I, I, I think back, and I think of what could I have done. Your emotions are so clearly so right there on the surface. You felt shock. You felt anger. You felt sadness. Do you feel guilt? No. No. I feel that there is. I, oh, I feel hold that, on. That, that, <laughs> Pause it. it. You feel no guilt because you're a freaking like you, you're a narcissistic <laughs> actor. 
that well, lacks empathy. Mm. Like you have no, like you have, you don't have the ability to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Well, I mean, that like, much is obvious. <laughs> Which, I'm, and dude, I'm just sitting here looking at this guy because I'm, I'm trying to, did they put like bag enhancer underneath, had to, had underneath to. his eyes? Yeah. Botox. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's, That's Botox. Cause they're not dark circles. It's just, like bag enhancer. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you're saying dragged down. to lend credence to the idea that he hasn't slept. It, yeah. I yeah. think you're, I think yes, you're right. Because I noticed that That's too. makeup or something. That's, yeah. yeah, that's not it, real. I yeah, think it's, it's like, a whole piece they put on there. It's, it's awful. It's, it's like a prosthetic shattered. bag eye. Yeah. Eye bag. It's a prosthetic eye bag. He looks like that sad puppy that used to be in the, like yes. on the counters at the, at like convenience yeah. stores that you yep. put change in. Yes. Yeah. That's, I mean. And the thing is though, he, 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 he can't stop thinking about it because he thinks, what could I have done? But yet he doesn't feel guilty. And even George Stephanopoulos said, oh, you know, the, the surface, he, he said the emotions. Did you at least feel stupid? Because <laughs> you look stupid. <laughs> but that's not new. I mean, you always look stupid, so nothing has changed there except for the new prosthetic eye bags. <laughs> but but how, how can, you know, he's saying, oh, it's all, you know, your emotions are right there on the surface. Yes. They're not deep. They're not deep emotions because he's a surface level make believe pretending guy. So let's not pretend like you said. There's no empathy. There's no anything. There's 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 no actual true emotions because you're a fake person that plays other people for a living, and so you're in the middle of acting like some kind of a hard ass, and then you. And that's the thing. If you were a good actor, you would have a little bit of empathy. You would be able to put yourself in somebody <laughs> else's shoes and draw real emotion. <laughs> But you're yeah. like you've never been a good actor. You're I, always I mean, he's always been kind of a B list actor. I'm kind of I trying think. to remember anything that he ever that, that he ever did that stuck out to me. I don't remember any film with him actually in it. No. I mean, we're gonna have to edit out this pause because it's gonna be long. Let me think. Hold on. Ten minutes later. No, <laughs> can't think of nothing. So yeah, we edited out that ten minutes. Hit it. Someone is responsible for what happened and I can't say who that is but I know it's not me. I can I mean I, I honest to God if I felt that I was responsible I might have killed myself if I thought I was responsible Damn it, I wish there's you thought a zero percent chance of you killing yourself that's called pride dude that yeah. that, that guy there man that, 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 no he, you're too much of a narcissist to kill yourself you're a special guy you're a special sort of an asshole I wonder how waiting the out I'm sorry I wonder how that uh how that woman's husband feels about that. And that's kind of what I was thinking. Why don't we interview them? Yeah, because I saw on the news today that he's waiting to make a decision to file suit. So I wonder how he feels about this interview. I would like to encourage that guy in whatever means possible. And I think that our podcast, podcast, our podcast has become popular and, and widely circulated enough that we might have the influence to, to nudge that guy in the right direction. Yeah, he's supposed to be on the show next week. Excellent. The the and I think we talked about it before. The girl that it, the quote unquote armor that was handling the the weapons. I mean, it it was, um, what she, she she was I think twenty four years old, and you know the duck lip selfies like real self absorbed, uh, taking pictures of herself and posting them all over, covered in tattoos and just like dressing like a prostitute. So I don't think that I think that. Like a lot of people in Hollywood, these these sick, self-absorbed people that want notoriety go there. And so she was more concerned, I think, with her her image and becoming something more and probably wanted to be an actor, and I'm just kind of assuming here, be an actor herself versus do the job of an actual armorer, which is a 
obviously somewhat of a serious job in Hollywood because there's some mentally deficient people. Well, there's a lot of mentally deficient people there that are apparently incapable of handling freaking weapons responsibly. So I'll put it to you like this. If I was at a gun store, which I would never do because I don't own guns, own guns, is if that girl's behind the counter and said, here, here's this. Like, I'm definitely going to, okay, let me make sure this thing's not loaded. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, not not, not going to happen. Outcome of the sheriff's investigation. Hoping whatever it uncovers helps to ensure a tragedy like this never happens again. What do we come out of this learning? What do we come out of it? What changes can be made? Because where you have a person where, where, as I said, this is one in a billion that someone puts a real bullet in the gun. That never happens. I and think that happened that to Brandon Lee. I, that well, would come out of that gun and kill that woman. That, that, yeah. I think with Brandon Lee, it was, um, it was a fragment of the, the previous. Yeah. And then, it was like a squib load. Yeah. So the, yeah. the, it wasn't just an actual bullet per se, but the, the pressure pushed that out and, yeah. And which, uh, just Brandon Lee, the only movie that I know Brandon Lee was in was was The Crow, yeah. And which I haven't liked that movie quite a bit, but it's it's better than everything that guy's ever done put together. <laughs> and it probably really wasn't that good by like a, a, like you know a cinematic standard of, of of people who actually critique movies. It's probably pretty bad, <laughs> but it's still better than everything you do. I like it better than you in your life, and I wish that you had felt responsible so that you would have done what you said and honored your word like a man and offed yourself. Is that is that palatable? Is that okay? I mean, he said stuff about he said he, he said that Trump voters should kill themselves. It's kind of like a samurai, you know. I mean, when they feel like they've dishonored, they fall on the sword. Yeah, that that guy's got exactly zero point, <laughs> point zero 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 to the, however many power zero percent of that negative yeah. twenty. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That was not even in the realm of possibility, and that's the thing that they must find out is where who brought bullets onto the set. All right, so we'll be we're done with that one, and and, and the uh, the the thing is too is that oh ensuring that this never happens again. No, I think what you're trying to do right now is ensure that legally you you keep keep yourself good legally and that you're not held criminal criminally liable for what occurred. And uh, I'm not saying you are or you aren't, but in my opinion, you absolutely are. And so this is <laughs> our second Alec Baldwin video because that one just was not enough. Hey, hang on. Actually, we need your help with something. Yeah, you listening right now. We need you to do something right now while you're listening. Go ahead and share this podcast. Send it to someone right now that you think would like to hear this. While you're listening, open it up and go ahead and send it to them right now. And uh, th- this one's, uh, I would contend, more rich than the first. And Wow. And it's weird because... There, you know, it, it obviously came from the same sit down, and there's a few um, overlap, overlapping themes, but they're they're not the exact same footage because it's not the it's, it's the same rhetoric, but it's not the exact same footage because the verbiage is somewhat similar, slightly different, and so you he, how many takes did you guys? And I'm being serious. How many takes did you idiots do? And so this is the second clip, and then like I said, I, I think this is a. I think what he says here, and one of the, one of the things he's crying in this one, and it just makes me think of uh, the uh, Joy Reid talking about white tears that we talked about. <laughs> like, so a certain white people's white tears are valid, and others aren't. 
and, and who who's would be more valid than an actor night alec baldwin head in hand speaking through tears about the rust movie shooting in october that killed cinematographer helena hutchins she was someone who was loved by everyone who worked with and liked by everyone who worked with and admired authorities say the actor fired the deadly shot but in a sit down with abc news anchor george stephanopoulos baldwin insisting he never actually pulled the trigger the gun was in your hand how do you come to terms with that? It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So you never pulled the trigger? No, 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 no. I, I would never no, no, point no, no, a gun no. at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. The 63-year-old <laughs> unable it, yeah. to answer when... So, look, I'm not Columbo, but let, let me see how this works. So they say he cocked the gun... And so I guess it's like a single action yes. revolver. Yeah, because back, I mean, the, the period that this was shot in, this was most definitely a single action revolver. So if it's if, which for anybody that doesn't know, a single action, if you pull the trigger, it will not pull the hammer back. You have to manually pull the hammer back, and then pull the trigger to release the hammer. So you have to have two actions mm-hmm. in order to make the gun fire. So even if he did pull the trigger, if the hammer wasn't already cocked back, it does nothing. So then how did the gun go off? Because he pulled the hammer back and he pulled the trigger. <laughs> but, but he says, like, I, I would love to, to see more of what. Like, okay, he didn't pull it. Like, George Stephanopoulos, obviously, with the hard questions, like, dude. I didn't pull the trigger. I would never. I would never do that. I would okay, never. Okay, let's move on then. Yeah, like. You, <laughs> well, well, wait a minute. Then how'd it go off? What I mean, I, did somebody else pull the trigger? I mean, I've shot plenty of guns. I mean, I never in my life has one like went off without. You know, it doesn't just sit like pow. Oh my <laughs> god, what happened? So you were like, I just went off. Like, it's just yeah. sitting again. I mean, it just every once in a while, it just. Goes off when it wants to. Maybe if you have one of the revolvers and you cock it and lay it down, like a month later, boom, goes off. No, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. So this was this literally is the one in a billion that he was talking about. Which I'm also wondering it why the, it was pointed at the, the, at the at the cinematographer. Well, it, it all just happened to line up. This gun, it it was it was loaded with a live round. It was cocked. It was sat down. And he was near it. And then she walked in front of it at the exact time that it went off when he didn't pull the trigger. Like, this was all just happenstance. It's like Mad Max. It just took over life of its own. Yeah. It's it's like Final Destination. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It was the day. I mean, it it was her day. And all of these circumstances just happened to... Just so basically, no matter together. what Alec Baldwin did, like she was gonna, she's gonna die either way. So, yes. I mean, that that's that's what I'd roll with, dude. If you wind up in court, and I hope you do, die. he was either gonna put a bullet in her, or she was gonna have a horrific crash on the way home. Well, she didn't do that. A seven forty seven would have landed on her head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like by midnight, she'd be dead. I guess. I guess he's right. It ain't his fault. Let's move on. <laughs> and that's why he doesn't feel any sympathy. All right, so uh, next up, we have uh, one of Reverso's favorite people. Rex is a uh, is a, who, who's the woman you like? Oh, Joy Behar. Rex is a Joy Behar man, <laughs> and that's his favorite. 
And uh, Reverso just loves Whippy. She is so fetching. Whippy Goldberg. (laughs) That's what I like. That's what I thought her name was growing up was Whippy Goldberg. And she looks like, uh, well, never mind. Well, anyway. Yeah, that that is one ugly female. Yeah. She is disgusting. She really is. And like I said before, she was not nearly as ugly when she was younger. No, you didn't say it that way. You said you thought she was attractive. When I said she. she was that's what no, you said. Oh, that we we, we can. can uh, that's not. That's not about her. Okay. You said she was attractive when she was younger because she, that. And, okay. I'm, I'm and then we right. had a pause that was like another ten minutes because everybody just looked at you. <laughs> and then we had to cut because <laughs> nobody could believe the words that were coming out of your mouth. <laughs> what are the, what is those words coming out of your mouth, son? Uh. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So I used to be in love with her. I did have a crush on her, mm-hmm. and I kind of still do. Is that back in the Sister Act days? <laughs> Last week, yeah. <laughs> Last week when I watched Sister Act. <laughs> or was it Ghost? Dude, Ghost is just, man. It was Ghost. Yeah. Speaking of Ghost, it looked like she <laughs> she, ate, <laughs> she ate one. It, it, it looks like she ate the Titanic <laughs> and all the ghosts that were on it. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, this is, and it makes me angry the the way the leftists are like because the I think the headline of this one was like Whippy and, and I'm, I'm purposefully mispronouncing her name by the way Whippy Goldberg goes off like uh, in all caps like she just goes off like like that makes a difference like does anybody really care if Job of the Hut gets riled up you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah. I'm mad like nobody cares that you're mad like oh I went off. I, 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 Anyway, nobody still cares. Yeah. So this is her. She better be careful. You know her blood pressure is spiking <laughs> right now. Oh, uh, what I would give to watch her have a stroke slash heart attack, whatever. Anything. I'll take what I can get, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see Rex's, the host that Rex likes, reaction when she fell out on the floor. That'd be great. What do I do? <laughs> she doesn't know what to do. So... And the th- every time I see Whippy, I think of that. She's a hell of a doctor. <laughs> Talking about. Yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's a hell of a doctor. She'd probably be trying to call that hell of a doctor. Yeah. Well, she, she'd be- oh, yeah, they'd have Jill Biden on set immediately. And she, <laughs> yeah. she'd be up there with the, like, confused emoji. Her hands just up. She's like, I don't know what to do. I'm not like not a medical doctor. No yeah. idea. Well, it's, it's kind of the same as Kamala Harris. If I can't suck somebody off to fix this problem. <laughs> I don't, I, and, and you can't edit that out because that's the truth. That's really real she slept her way to where she's at now we have a crisis she can't figure it out because you can only sleep your way so far you can't you can't sleep with a border crisis you know what i'm saying <laughs> like and, and so if uh if joe biden walks out there i mean she's not gonna be able to do what she did to get where she's at and sleep with a married man to fix whip, whippy <laughs> that's all i'm saying hit it no wait i'm sorry this, this is whippy's take because of the things that are going on with roe versus wade in the supreme court right now she's upset about abortion so let's hear it. Or abortion. Hang on, hang on. Wait. So what? Real quick, what's going on with Roe versus Wade? If people don't know, um, so th- there's there is the possibility to repeal repeal parts of Roe Ro versus or supersede supersede it because now you've got the um, the slate of conservative Supreme Court justice. So they're hearing a new case that would, um, and this is the layman's term because I'm not up and up on the uh, judicial lingo. Uh, supersede that and remove a large portion of what that entails, the right to abortion, and a lot in large part as a fe- as federal would be removed, and so they're all up in arms about it. What's the likelihood of that happening? 
I'd say at least 50-50. What would you say, Rex? Yeah, I'd say they got a pretty good chance. I mean, with the with the justices and things that have been put in place now, um, I mean, and with the, the addition of Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett, which I think Barrett has stood up for or, or stood against um, abortion before, I believe, at a state level, if, if that's yes. right. So I think that, I mean, you, you've got a few for sure votes in there. I think you've got four for sure votes. And, uh, I mean, and then at that point, you you just need one, somebody to, to, to waffle. Which I, I couldn't quantify as far as what the likelihood is. I I, I don't know. Yeah. But th- this is uh, her going, quote, quote, off about it. Do any of you men have any eggs or the possibility of carrying a fetus? How dare you talk about what a fetus wants? You have no idea. Now, I'm, I'm fine if you disagree with abortion. I have no problem with that. My problem comes when you tell me what I need to do with my doctor and my family how dare you how dare you oh oh we're not gonna have to worry about anybody wanting to have a baby with her anytime soon so she's good (laughs) aside from me obviously yeah Yeah. but obviously she's well past that point (laughs) yeah she got a little bit of uh uh, greta thumberg with the uh the how dare you's on there spears morgan yeah (laughs) i'm pretty i'm pretty sure the sun has set on her child rearing (laughs) days but number one she that's she just misgendered so many people. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. I mean, I can have a baby, right? I mean, according yeah, to the, absolutely you, you can. Know, they've <laughs> according to their stupid standards yeah. that like that is an ever moving goalpost. Anybody at any time can have a baby. Which I, you I could be pregnant right now. I could identify as pregnant. And the people are cheering and she says, do you, "How do you know pretend to what a fetus wants?" Hmm, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think the fetus says, oh, yeah, kill me. That's cool. I'm good with that. Is that what you really think? You stupid freaking idiot. Like, that's number one. Number two, when you have you have a problem when you're talking about what is with you and your doctor, she was the one saying she would come to people's house if she got measles because of you know, people that were, quote, unquote, anti-vaccine. So that same standard does, doesn't apply there. Why? I don't see how it affects her anyway. And so we've I obviously talked at length about the, the statistics of abortion and and how many are you know divided up by race x y and z and so she's just another racist who loves black genocide in my opinion yeah complete charlatan and and like you said you're you're going around preaching that my body my choice and then trying to back people into a corner about being vaccinated or or being unvaccinated yes so yeah it's it's either one or the other you can't have both so you can on the view if there was yeah and then you've got a bunch of mindless lemmings that sit in the crowd that are like seals just barking just are you sure that's not a clap track is that yoda back there (laughs) behind her shoulder yeah it is yeah oh yeah that's a baby yoda and i just used the java the hut reference (laughs) bone roasted is java the hut from what is yoda from star trek no battlestar galactica (laughs) star trek which one is it that you like? None of them. No, you like one of them. 
What, what, what do y'all argue over? Yeah, Star Trek loves, and what's he the other He one? likes Battlestar Galactica. He loves Star Trek. No, he likes Stargate Troopers. No, okay, which one? <laughs> he loves Star Trek. What's the other one? Star, Star Trek Wars. and Wars. That's the other, okay. Well, she's hanging out with Yoda, and she looked... So I'm, what's that one from? Star from Trek Star Wars. Star Wars? No, that's from, that's from the new one, like the spinoff, The Mandalorian. So, which is awful funny, because all of the leftists boycotted The Mandalorian... Because it ha- sounds like a car. Because uh, yeah, no, yeah, it starts with man, and ends with DeLorean. Yeah, man. Yeah, makes Gina Carano so, was in there, right? Yeah, and that's what I was getting at. Was they they were uh, in a big uproar? Not just I don't know, probably six months ago, because Gina Carano had made some conservative things, like comments on Twitter or some something mm-hmm. like that. So. Yeah, you got to get that off your set. That thing's that's one conservative little Yoda or whatever it is. Well, like I said, she she people probably just think she's Java the Hutt, so it's, it's all the same. Nobody knows nobody knows <laughs> the difference. Figure out a beach whale. Which, which Gina Carano? They uh, if the I, Daily I, Wire actually hired her, and they they did a movie. They I, they started their own production company and cast her in a movie. Gina Carano's hot. Yeah, she's not bad. Oh, like she used to fight, and then uh, Kim Kotor busted her teth out, and then uh, uh, did Cyborg. she really fight? Oh, yeah. She she was like prior to Ronda Rousey, she fought in Elite XC, which is the same uh, organization that had Kimbo Slice in it for a short period, and then I think Seth Petrozelli, I, th- I want to say it was his first fight, <clears throat> not Kimbo Slice out, which that was a late late opponent change. I think it was going to, I can't remember, I believe, all the, or believe I remember all this. Ken Shamrock was going to fight Kimbo, and he's probably going to take a dive. God, this has been a while. <laughs> yeah, Kimbo's been dead for a long time. That's what I'm saying. But uh, Gina Ken Carano, Shamrock ain't fought in years. Before she um, acted, she she was an MMA fighter, and, and she was like, she was, her skill set then pales in comparison to women's skill set now, but, uh, when Cyborg, who was who a Brazilian uh, fighter who had trained with men for a long time prior to their fight, and uh, she's still uh, in the upper echelons of uh, women's uh, fighting, she beat her, and then that was that was it for that. And that's when she went into acting. But she's she's good looking. But what I was going to say about Whippy is if <laughs> if they caught Whippy like Jaws. And hung her up by her feet on you know on the scales like at the dock and like cut her open. I wonder what all would come out. Like that she's eight in her lifetime. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like under a treasure chest in there. Like you know what I mean? The wheel off a ship. Yeah. Like the steering wheel. There's like a couple of like rubber ducky bath toys that just <laughs> flop out of there. Yeah, dude. So, some old an old tire. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some fishing net, a couple hooks, anchor. Wonder what all because she's a whale, dude, a big one. Yeah. Donald Trump wig, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's so she's so hot. And next we have one on uh, Central Nova News reported. <clears throat> a lot of uh, st- still racial stuff that that uh, spilled over from before we took our break for Thanksgiving. That was a big uh, racial oriented one because there was so much stuff from the week prior. Um, and so I've, I'm seeing a whole lot of things since Christmas is coming up and uh, the Salvation Army wants its white donors to give more than just money this Christmas season. Its leadership is also demanding they apologize for being racist. 
It's part of the push by the Christian charitable organization to embrace the ideas of Black Lives Matter, an activist group working to, among other things, quote, dismantle white privilege and disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure. Sounds reasonable. The Salvation Army's Alexandria-based leadership has created an international social justice commission, which has developed and released a resource to educate its white donors, volunteers, employees called Let's Talk Racism. It asserts Christianity is institutionally racist, calling for white Christians to repent and offer a sincere apology to blacks for being antagonistic to black people or the culture, values, and interests of the black community. And an accompanying accompanying study guide on racism, Salvation Army authors explain all whites are racist, even if they don't realize it. And that includes you, Rex. Didn't realize it. Well, there's a real easy way to fix this. I just wanted to, like, so when people are, like, they're ringing the bell and you're going to throw money in there, don't do it. Yeah, I'm just not giving them any money. Yeah, like, that's fine. Like, here, here's how I'll educate myself. You, you can kiss my ass. How yeah. about that, Santa? You know, you ring your bell. How about a ring your bell off the side of your fat head? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, not not going to happen. And I would say that where we are geographically, if people know about this, like, yeah, that, that'll dry up and blow away. You won't see any more people ringing any bells outside the supermarket. We're selling Girl Scout cookies. No, wait a minute. That's different. Yeah, that's it's always something to drum up some racism. It's like my, my <coughs> wife, tell, and, and we homeschool our children, but she, uh, one of her friends had told her that, um, at school, and this is one of the, this is a school that's local said, uh, that they had something called blackout day. And of course it's like, what, what is blackout day? And it's where all the kids show up and dress in black, uh, for something to do with BLM, which really where you live. Yes. This is, yeah, this is a, uh, I think that school's like one town over from me. And I was like, is that, is that what our kids are missing? Like, I guess that's this is my kids with blackface. <laughs> like, black. I mean, well, that's fair. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's fair, dude. Which, but just what you said, and that's, that was the case that I made to my wife is like the, the whole, the whole hoax behind the BLM movement being something that's wholesome and good. That, and everybody forgets one of their mission statements that was on their website was getting rid of, the nuclear family. So you don't, you don't want a traditional mother and father and children. You don't want a father in the household and all the while just being so dismissive of the culture problem that the black community has just run rampant with in fatherless homes. Mm -hmm. So you have, because it's proven that having a father in the home is children tend to do better in school they st- they tend to stay out of trouble as far as like with the law of crime things like that so i mean so basically what you're wanting to do is get rid of the nuclear family and then just let the cycle of criminal behavior and and high school dropouts and teen pregnancies and things like that just continue like it's ridiculous and that's just one of the mission statements that was on their website mm-hmm. that that's that's just broken down just right off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if I had it in front of me, had a little time to think like that's, we could break this down six ways from Sunday. Oh yeah, for sure. But then that's a key point is that you're saying on, on the one hand that black lives matter, but you want to do one of the things that historically and demonstrably um, 
is detrimental to black culture, and that's incentivizing taking the father out of the home. And so one of the things under that, the, uh, the bullet point of abolishing the nuclear family was including, like, uh, you know, whatever the, the terminology, queer, and some of the other names for the sexual miscreants was under that bullet point. And so basically, I mean, I wish I had it in front of me because I actually used it at uh, Reverso's job in a uh, debate one time, and the guy didn't believe me, so I had to pull it up. on, And I used their website to pull it up. And it was saying that, that they needed more representation in households. So basically, it was a com- the community would raise the children, and there would be more influence from basically the LDB, LTGBT, whatever the gay lobby is called now, would be involved in raising the community's children, which seems like obviously a grand idea. And but that, the the key element is still the same. You don't want you don't want the father to raise the children. And make no mistake white liberals are really behind all of that rhetoric. Black people, by and large, aren't organically coming up with the idea to incorporate homosexual lobby behavior into their households. Like, that's, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But yet, and, and a lot of people didn't know that that, that was, you know, and so, like, the, the one girl that was one of the founders of, of the Black Lives Matter movement that said they were trained Marxists, most of these people, like these soccer moms that go to these idiotic little protests and hold up their stupid signs with their kids, you know, in like um, a, a well-to-do white area, they don't know anything about them saying that they're trained Marxists or they want gay people raising the kids. Like, it's it's bonkers, dude. That that Which I think, and we talked about it on the last show, if I'm not mistaken, but the polling for black, the public opinion polling for Black Lives Matter is in the toilet. People, people are over it. And so, but for them to be teaching that in, in school and, and the fact that they're over, I think that's one reason you're seeing the, the push against the critical race theory, which is still alive and well, and is not going anywhere anytime soon, in my opinion. I don't know. A, lot, a lot's going to have to change to be able to, to, to get that removed. And I think that what you're doing and is one of the um, most critical things, homeschooling your children. If, every, if everybody could make the sacrifice and be able to do that that disagreed with it, it would stop. It would have to. So this BLM deal, when we were out last week, didn't Rittenhouse come out and say he supported the BLM movement? Oh, yeah. So while we were out, he, he was found not guilty, which I was pretty ecstatic about. Man, that uh, that was just stellar. I couldn't imagine how that kid feels after the way he was vilified unjustly in the media. Um, and, yeah, he, he said that on Tucker Carlson. Um, I don't really think that I hold that against him that much because I, I think that that kid's uh, he's 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 just naive he's 18 years old yeah and man like he's got the rest of his life ahead of him I, I you know I'm, I'm not gonna be as harsh as I would towards some other people for him saying that man like I, I don't think that he means that I don't in which they obviously disavowed him I, I, don't, I don't I mean what do you think Rex I, I'm kind of of the same mind um that he's young and with all of the things that he's been through and I'm sure been coached on, yes, um, that guy's going to walk the straight and narrow for a very long time. Yeah. And uh, he's going to try and be as non-controversial. Uh, but, I mean, it, at this point, I mean, it, it's hard to say what the right thing is for him to do because, obviously, you, on one hand, if you come out and say that and then – 
the the Black Lives Matter people disavow all that. Like they don't they don't want anything to do with you, and you're not you're not mending any you know you're not mending any wounds or anything by saying it. Um, so I don't know that it really does any good, especially being that you know it's it's going to be blue collar people like us that were backing that guy from from the word go that saw everything that happened for what it was uh, from the get go. So, and then on the other hand, if he, I mean, if he just says nothing, like, I'm cool with that. I mean, yeah, I, mean I don't, it, don't it, support it. Don't, so, but he is young. So you've, you've got the rest of your life to figure out how much of a farce that that whole BLM movement is. And so I, I would say, I would say he'll, he'll probably figure that out before it's all said and done. <laughs> I, and uh, what about the other three guys that were sentenced shortly after that last week? Um, for the, oh yeah, for the jogger, mm. you know, the Ahmed Aubrey. Yeah, I I I'm, I don't have a hundred percent recollection of exactly how that played out. I and and we mentioned we mentioned the fact that 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 case was ongoing. Uh, Rex and I did on the last episode and so yeah those guys were found guilty um i i, I mean that maybe i'll get raked over the coals for it dude but um I, I think that they should they shouldn't have i think legally tactically and otherwise they 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 should not have done what they did um i mean ultimately dude legally you, you shouldn't have done what you you did legally so um, I don't. I don't think that that Ahmed Aubrey was just out jogging either. I think that that he had been up to no good, and they know he was up to no good. That he had he had had previous contact with law enforcement uh, multiple times. Um, he had been under suspicion several times. He he didn't live in that neighborhood, um, and so on in the video footage again, to the best of my recollection, and I know that was part of the defense is that he, which I, I think on the last episode I said it was the father. I believe it was the son in all actuality. Had, I think a twelve gauge. He confronted him, and cause I, if I, again I'm, I'm going on my recollection, it's been a year or so since I've seen the video. Whenever it originally happened, Ahmed Arbery was on the passenger side and came t- to the driver's side. I, I think instead of fleeing to 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 away from the passenger side, but either way. When he gets out, when he gets out of the truck with the the shotgun, at a certain point, it looks like Aubrey grabbed the gun, and that's when he shot him. But um, and again, uh, you guys may disagree, but I think if I'm being completely objective, like I think that that was kind of the, one of the same problems you saw um, in Kenosha. Those guys that were standing out there where they are 15s and stuff like that. I think that that people have a misconception that because you have a firearm that that, that people might flee or respect it or you, you should never present a firearm unless you have to use it in, in deadly force. I, I, I mean, that's my opinion. I don't believe in, in presenting a firearm to, to scare somebody away. And I'm not saying that's what was happening in the, the Arbery case. I don't think, I don't think that necessarily was, but I think that the people in Kenosha thought the mere presence of AR-15s hanging around their necks would, would deter people. And it didn't because there, there's those, there were large guys there with, with AR-15s on slings around their necks. And they had people right up within, gra- like very close within grabbing distance of the weapon 
it's just it's a it's a bad scenario. I would never ever ever consider putting myself in a situation like that. Um, and the same with Arbor case. I I, I would have called the law. Like they get they get that you were under no imminent danger. I they, they, and and again, everybody's free to disagree. I, I think they were in the wrong. I think they should have called the law. That's my opinion. They should not have confronted that guy like that. That's that's my opinion. That they were in no imminent threat. The, and the law says you you the law is the law. You weren't in an imminent threat. You shouldn't have done that. So um, I. Uh, the jury decided what they decided. I'm I'm fine with it. That's my opinion. Then that, yeah, I agree too. From the from what I saw, <laughs> I mean, and I'm like you, I haven't seen the video footage in a long time. But when I did see it, I was like, I mean, my immediate my immediate opinion when I first did see it was like, that doesn't look good. Yeah. So, and I mean it it and it didn't. Yeah. So it it was a bomb move. And like you said. I wouldn't present a firearm just for, and and it's almost like they were trying to use it as an intimidation tactic, mm-hmm. and it's just not necessary. Like unless you have a an imminent threat, unless your life mm-hmm. is in danger, like yeah, you just leave that thing in the truck. And I mean, it's but it's but just it, not. It's it's not smart. And, and I I can't, I can't remember. I think that maybe they they were saying they just wanted to talk to him, but then they said they wanted to to perform a citizen's arrest. And if I'm that guy, like, no, you're not citizens arresting me. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. if, if he puts up a fight, I mean, that's that, that's exactly what I would do. Like, yeah. you're not, no, you're not going to arrest me. Yeah, so, the, so. The, I don't know what the, I mean, those guys were knuckleheads, and so you can't put yourself in a situation like that. So, I, I, I have no problem with the verdict. And, and likewise, I have obviously zero issue with the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. I think that he was righteous the whole time. Um and like I'm not, I'm not like a big fan that's cheering the guy on. Like it's unfortunate. Well, you know what? That that would that's not accurate. I don't think that it's unfortunate. I, I think those guys were dirt bags. I I don't like, and maybe I'm a. It doesn't matter. I I, I don't think that their uh, the loss of their life is any, any great loss of society by any stretch of the imagination, especially the bona fide pedophile. So, and in fact, I'd say that I'm I'm glad he's dead. And if anybody has an issue with it, then you can uh, call, or email your complaint to uh, our trash can. <laughs> we'll, we'll post we'll post its email address on our website so um the, and then obviously you had the i, I and i walk walk wakisha why i can't pronounce it. it's like the indian name wakasha wakasha there you go like I, I knew i would forget how they were pronouncing that wakasha oh, wakisha yeah wakisha well he looked like he dated wakisha uh <laughs> so uh anyway the uh, the guy that that ran through the Christmas parade and so the media was calling it a the Christmas parade crash. Yeah, that 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 was uh, I I didn't I, I saw some of the video I didn't watch any video of like people getting mowed down I'm, I I can't like I'd prefer not to um, children and whatnot like I'm that's not my thing uh, but I did see where he per- like took a hard turn through the barriers that were supposed to prevent vehicle traffic from entering that area. And, like, that guy had that, like, I think it was, like, an Explorer, like, a Mazda Tribute or whatever. It was, just, it was a pile, but he had that thing to the floor. And, apparently, he had, he had ran over a, his girlfriend or whatever. He had fathered a, a child with a 15-year-old. Like, he seems like a stand-up guy. And one thing I did see, the headline, that he felt like he was being demonized and... Uh, and some other thing. When he ran through a police uh, barricade or, or whatever... Police did shoot at him. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's a shame they didn't hit him. Yeah, but 
yeah, yeah that, for sure. That, Which and the media, like they immediately started flacking for the guy, you know, that he was he was uh peacefully plowing through a protest in a yeah. SUV. So Well I think that initially they had said that he was running from the laws if that justified it, which that was obviously completely not true. He did all like that was all on purpose because he was a militant black uh supremacist. So and it's funny be well it's not funny, but uh, I want to say it was a headline on CNN or no, it was an uh, opinion piece on CNN. I think there was the a few days prior. The scariest thing in the United States is a uh, angry white person or white male. So, okay, whatever you say, dude. That's that's. But the 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 media has so much responsibility in ginning up like the the fervor and the hatred and, and the animosity, man, like this is, this is the result of, of their profession. And so there, there should have been no surprises, but yeah, that, that was a pretty disturbing ordeal and it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. But yeah, what a, what an absolute nut bar. Uh, he had some rap video, like some pretty racist, racist rap videos. Uh, and the, and the SUV that he used was in the background of the rap video. Cause I guess it was in his driveway, high production stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, high production value. Yeah, and it was what backed in his mother's driveway after he plowed through the. Yeah, and it was parade, like all right? busted up, dude. Yeah, like that. I can't. I cannot even imagine uh, because, like I said, there was there were children involved in that. So yeah, then there was some some professional football player that uh, paid for all the funerals too. Yeah. Who was that reverso? Yeah, I know you know who it is. Don't act like you don't know who it is. I don't. I it's don't. sports related. I'm you got to sure. know. You're our sportscaster. I dropped the ball on this one then. There you go. All right. No pun intended. No punt intended. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 we can do this all day. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you did. Uh, you did mention CNN just a second ago, and <laughs> since we were since we were on last, I can't. I just can't do it. Not, not since, Fredo. Since you were, you or since we, uh, since we had our last podcast, Chris Cuomo, he's gone. Well, I, I he's gone for now. He's gone. You think? I think he'll be back. You think so? Nah, there's no way they let that guy come back. You don't think so? I don't think so. What deets you got on that anyway? Uh, I mean, just the he was aiding and abetting his brother to to basically rape women and then legally get out of it and re- keep his job, and he was exploiting the sources at CNN. So, allegedly, yeah, allegedly. <laughs> so, yeah, that I mean, they 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 care about women though. That guy's just been such a clown shoe. I mean, that and I remember seeing it when it when it happened. Uh, when he supposedly had COVID and he did the uh, <laughs> yes. when he emerged from his basement. Yes. And uh, you know it was on it was on TV, and he did kind of the same thing to Alec Baldwin. He's like, "Look, my family's up here. Yeah, look at my family, everyone. It makes me look not freaking weird." And and then come to find out that he had been out like jogging or yeah, biking or he was something. Bike riding. Yeah, and he was yeah, and he had he had been in an altercation with somebody because he's I don't know he just posts those workout videos and he's roid rage or some kind of nonsense. Who knows? But that that was all, I mean, and imagine my shock, but it was a farce, him emerging from his basement where he had been, quote, unquote, quarantined. Which, and, and you're right. It's so much like Alec Baldwin with the, the terribly fake, like, oh, yeah. I'm here. And he, because he was filming himself or had like his wife or whoever. 
that he probably rapes, allegedly, <laughs> <laughs> when he's coming out of the basement. Like, he, I think he had the fake plastic eye bags too, dude. But yeah, Fredo's gone. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I think he'll be back. He wasn't the lowest rated show. So it's good. I'm glad that uh, Don Lamone, well, they won't be able to talk whenever they change shows because a lot of the clips that I watch are, I guess, when they're, they're, you know, one's going off and the other's coming on. So they'll yeah. have like a couple minutes together. And it's just, it's the. Do they hold hands? <laughs> no, yeah, I, I think they're in different studios because it's like a split screen or whatever. And like, and, it, and it's so annoying watching one try to act like they, they take the other one serious or they actually do take each other serious because they're both so damn stupid. And uh, so. Yeah, it it it'd be sad that they don't get to share that time together. I wonder what Don Lamone's excuse for it will be, because I mean, like on one hand, they're always saying that they empower women, the Me Too movement, and stuff like that, and, and and both of them were supposed to be these big advocates for for women until they wanted to cover up the older brothers, the governor, and that'd be Andrew. They wanted to cover up his sexual misconduct, and then they he exploited the 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 media company's contacts and resources to assist him in covering up his misconduct. So that there, and that's what you're dealing with. These are the people that give you your quote unquote news. And yet we're still supposed to believe in which, uh, and that's another thing obviously going on is the, uh, they, I saw, I think Rex, somebody had up how, how to pronounce the new uh, COVID variant. Oh, I had that up earlier. Yeah, and how, yeah. how do you pronounce that again? Uh, who knows? Because my dad had sent a meme, and it's so, like, unscrambled, it spells moronic. And uh, I had, and so the Yankee coworker of mine that I make reference to in the show uh, every now and again, you know, he he had told me, told me that I was going to get COVID and die. And he actually told me he hoped I died, which is funny. I mean, we go back and forth, but it's all good. But, you know, to which I always retort, which I borrowed heavily from Rex when this whole thing came out however long ago. Yeah, that, that's never going to happen. I'm not get, I'm not going to get COVID. I'm not going to die COVID, X, Y, and Z. And, and so he, like, the more I say that, the more he wants me to get it. And uh, so when the, the new the new moronic variant came out, which is what we're going to christen it on this show, like, that's what we will, for uh, from here forward, reference it as, is the moronic variant uh, came out. I was like, dude, are you going to uh, go home and hide? Or what was the, like, you can even tell he... Because that's what I said. They're gonna, it's endless variants. You can have this endless supply of variants, and so, and that's what's happening. And you can tell he's 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 like his belief in in the whole thing is is going down. So he got the vaccine. He got the vaccine uh, way back when, like when it first came around. Did he get his booster? Mm, I, I I suspect he probably did, but he hadn't said it. Like because he was so proud. Like and it was like so many people were doing it. Like we had the band aid on his shoulder. Reverso did it too. Like you know, showing uh, off the band aid. Uh, <laughs> he speaks. Yeah, Reverso actually got a tattoo of the band aid. That would you know, that make a, that'd yeah, make a good tattoo. Yeah, and he got twenty twenty one on the tattoo. <laughs> you dated on the, the band aid. That's yeah. hot. That's cool. Yeah. But uh-huh. he uh, he's like, yo, look. He was like, because he he like his uh, demeanor is like Falkhorn Leghorn, and so like I'll mimic. I don't walk like that. He does. But uh, and all he does is burp and fart all day and walk around like foghorn, like horn. Well, that's what they all do from the north. <laughs> that's every Yankee. So yeah, he he came in like you know strutting around like. Hang foghorn. on a minute, we're 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 doing this up north. I mean, we're from north, so yeah, of course. Yeah, and so he Boston. Had, that's why I call him a Yankee because we're all Yankees. Yeah, and can't you tell by by our hick accents? Yeah. So he was pulling up his sleeve like showing everybody his band aid like if. Uh, Oh, I would do a movie reference, but nobody's going to 
anyway. Uh, like a middle schooler. Yeah. Would do. Yeah. Like if you had a backstage pass and you're backstage, boom, boom, boom. There's yeah. my backstage pass. Like he's yeah. showing everybody. And so uh, we actually had a, a customer that they didn't want you in their their uh, facility if you didn't if you didn't have the thing the uh, vaccine. And so I was just going to put a band aid on and just I yeah. Uh, I'm good. That's all it took was wearing a Band-Aid, which I, I mean, you could do at any time. Like for, like Reverso, you have to wear a mask in there. And I, you have to be vaccinated to work at your job. No. But they talked about it. Yeah, they did. And so if, if because I have to go into Reverso's job for my job, so I could just go in there with the Band-Aid on if they ever do that. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I just got it. That'd work, right? Dan would yeah. fall for it. He forgets where he's at halfway through the day, so I mean, he would <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah, so I can basically do it every day. Yeah. Like it's like fifty first dates. Dementia Dan. <laughs> yeah. They don't call him Dementia Dan for nothing. Yeah. So the uh, the moronic variant. Uh, moronic variant. Moronic variant. Watch out for it, dude. It's a killer. The Australians, which have they've taken the COVID thing and just you know, I used to respect the Australians. Um, back before they coughed up all their guns and all of their freedom and liberty, and then went absolutely haywire over all of the new COVID restrictions. Uh, they went a little bit overboard uh, and a little bit. A like, lot of that's it. Yeah, for sure. So they, uh, they're they putting people in these uh, COVID camps, people that are traveling from other countries. Like you have to come in, you have to take a COVID test. And then I believe you still have to stay for uh, 14 days, I think it is, uh, before you can even – travel freely throughout the country and then the covid camp doesn't it's not like they're putting you up in a hotel yeah it's like warsaw yeah it's looks like so. <laughs> i mean it, it looks just like a dog kennel does it not yeah it, it kind of yeah it kind of so, i mean it's it's a like basically a pole and fence structure with a tarp roof is i mean that's accurate right i mean they may be little trailers or something like that they're not but i mean okay yeah, it's not a great place. It's not the Ritz. Do they do they at least have Wi-Fi? Yeah, that's a good question. But why anybody would want to travel to Australia at this point? Like, yeah, you guys used to be a legitimate country. You know, the the whole outback thing, crocodile Dundee, carry the big knife and do manly stuff. And it seems like you guys are a bunch of cucks now. Oh yeah, dude. Let's uh. Let's, let's check it out. So, yeah, this is a news reporter on the uh, the three people that escaped from the COVID quarantine camp. <laughs> Trio scaled the fence in the early hours of this morning. Police receiving reports around 4.40 a.m. Now, major police checkpoints have been set up around Howard Springs for the past several hours. As you can see in these pictures, they've been conducting thorough searches in car boots, checking vehicle registrations, cars and buses alike. But in the last half an hour, what we understand is they've actually been dismantled exactly why that hasn't been confirmed hopefully good news we're also not sure yet who these people are connected with whether it's a repatriation flight all those aboriginal community members who have been staying here following the catherine cluster davina what we do know is that this is definitely going to bring this gold standard facility under intense scrutiny on sunday we had a man escape and found on darwin's party precinct and this latest situation is only going to put us under the microscope through that so so that's somebody escaped from their gold standard security yeah. <laughs> like so 
there was three people that scaled a fence and she actually went on to like she talked about we don't know who they're connected with these people have contacts they scaled a fence and uh, like it was organized crime and it, like it was <laughs> like it was the navy seals busted out like like you yeah like it was a it was an op it was a mission. like these guys are commandos like that you know what they might be connected if you can find them with the A team, <laughs> you know, come on, dude. But that's what she she said. They were that somebody had, uh, and if you could kind of sift through her thick Australian accent, but somebody had escaped before and went to Darwin's, which is I guess where they're at is Darwin's party precinct. Like this guy just wanted to get out and have a drink and get laid or something. Like it's it's not like he's a out. black van with a red stripe. <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, so he scaled a fence and he went to go drink beer and like do something stupid. I was expecting so, Tommy Lee Jones. I want every outhouse doghouse shit out. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? We got. They fun. had legit roadblocks set up right there. She said in in car boots. Well, so, the, the yeah, thing is, so though, they my, were searching my, people's trunks and what was, do you think they did? Scale the fence, jumped in this car to ride and pass? No, they ran the other way. <laughs> like they're not hanging out over by the front entrance in the trunk of this person's car. Like, hey, I got an idea. Four forty in the morning. It's obviously the afternoon over there. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, man, I, I know we jumped out of that place because it sucks. Let's uh, let's ride by in the trunk of that car, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? It'll be a ride. <laughs> Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> oh, this be hilarious. We'll, we'll ride back and forth and see if they can find Yeah, it'll us. be a real knee slapper. What's, I wonder what the punishment is, though. Like, you just have to go back. Yeah, like 14 more days and... You have to get the vaccine. <laughs> so, I'm confused. That That's... They found those people since then, by the way. <laughs> Where were they at? Oh, I don't know. They shot them all. <laughs> They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't... I'm, I'm like you. Like, what is the what's what's the punishment? And so that that was I escaped your piddly little camp with your piddly because it's a chain link fence. I I escaped your piddly little chain link fence. <laughs> and what? I, yeah, but just uh, well, I don't know. Like they had said, the police everywhere. Like the police were acting pretty serious. You're wasting tons of resources on this, and and think about it, like. You really think these people are going to go out and, and like get a bunch of people sick and those people die? That's that's what you, that's what you think. I it's just it's insane to me, man. Like and so to me, stuff like this lends a lot of credence to the Alec Jones mentality. Like I don't I don't really line up a whole whole lot with Alex Jones, but you know they've talked about FEMA camps and all these things for years, dude, and body bags and trains and blah 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 blah. This is very weird. That's very very peculiar that you guys would grotesquely overreact to this degree over these numbers this is very very peculiar and it's it's weird how far they've went there and not like i don't understand if like they don't take any of the information from from other countries why why they're going that far with it there and then even in in germany as well because the you know the uh the stuff in germany was, was was pretty bad as well germany's got a great great track record of yeah of authoritarianism. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It's a match made in heaven over there. Yeah. So, but the, I mean, honestly, they've got everything. They've, they've got everybody doing everything but wearing the Star of David over there at the moment. So, I, I mean, what else do you want people to do? do? Do you think that they would ever try that here? That? 
Yeah. I I don't I think they they definitely would try it. I don't think that they could succeed here. Yeah. I don't um, know, man. I think they, I, they would have I, so I, much pushback. No. Nah, I I think they would succeed if they tried it. Who would have thought that they would have succeeded still in an election? I think they would succeed. I absolutely think they would succeed. But I think it because the, the reason I think different is because trying to do what they're doing in Germany doing that here keeping people <laughs> uh, keeping people from working cuz people do this and somebody did a somebody did a piece on it and I can't remember who it was and it's why do we put up with this and we put up with it because we can afford to and that's basically it like we can afford like it sucks to have to buy however expensive gas gets that sucks and but we can afford it and that's why we do and it sucks because meat prices like any kind of food price anything like it's all it's hyperinflated right now so everything's up but our standard of living like we still have a little bit of money in our pocket so we can still i mean we complain about it we have a little less money in our pocket than we did two years ago but we can still afford to now if you're talking about making vaccinations mandatory and making making it where people can't pay their bills and you're making it where people can't eat and so and that's the thing like people people have family like people people have families people have children people have mouths to feed and bills to pay so if you go fooling with it if you make it where somebody has nothing else to lose i've already lost my job i'm gonna lose my house my children aren't fed then People are apt to do anything. Yeah, I know, and, but I and think if people this... have the resources to do anything. You you've made people you've you have backed somebody into such a corner where they're dangerous. Yeah, but I think this what's going on right now almost seems like the frog in the pot of boiling water because it's like it, we're slowly being turned into something else, and we are slowly. Um, being stripped away of the people that we once were. Yeah. Because look at what's happened in the last two years. Who would have ever thought we would have stood for what's happened in the last two years? Yeah. And imagine what's yet to come in these next two years. Because it's easy to sit here and say, there's no way we would let this or that happen as we sit here right now. Like we would say the same thing two years ago two years ago if we were sitting here right now we would say i guarantee you there's no way we would let somebody steal the election there's absolutely no way we would let somebody do it there's no way we would let people cover up windows and put ballots in there there's no way the american people would do that yeah true or false oh i completely agree i just and and that sucks like i i hate that that happened and i i do believe that the election was stolen no, but, but I mean, true that, or false? Would we say that oh, true yeah. or false? Well, I, with Trump in office, yeah. I mean, I, I think everybody thought that there was going to be measures taken to to steal an election. I don't think that anybody really could foresee the me- like the the actual measures that were taken and the blatant, uh, I mean, just right out in the open type things that were done, like what you're saying, covering up windows. And then everybody's unwillingness to do any kind of forensic audit. So I, I think 
I don't I don't think that anybody could foresee that people go into those kind of measures, but and then now, whenever they have these audits, I'm sorry, but and then whenever they have these audits and you have these results, nothing happens. Yeah. So it's like, why even have them? The only kind of light I see is because we are talking about things like, um, maybe the abolition of Roe uh, Roe v. Wade. So you do have some kind of a conservative groundswell going right now with just because you're even talking about things like that, just because those things are even on the table. Um, so you do have some a, a little bit of conservative pull uh, or a little bit of pushback going right now. And we're, we're also seeing some – we're also seeing a little bit of pushback on Second Amendment things with things like constitutional carry – and no matter where you stand on that, like it's it, it just because things like that are getting talked about and, and even passed in, in certain places that that is a conservative movement. So things like that are going forward. And that's why I say there are enough, there are conservatives out there. And we've talked in the past about the, the numbers, like the vaccination numbers and things like that. And I think that those are skewed. I think that there's a lot a lot more unvaccinated people than what they're, what they're telling us. Um, so, which I actually did the math the other day. I thought was kind of funny because they said that, uh, what was it? It was, what'd they say? 20, it was 20 or 25% of people were unvaccinated. So there's 320 million people in the United States. So you got, um, I think it was 20%. They said that was unvaccinated. So you got 320 million people. So you've got 8, 16, 24, 32. That, that leaves 80 million people that are unvaccinated. By their number. By, by their numbers, which is also, I believe, somewhere to the tune of how many people voted for Trump. <laughs> so you've got those 80 million people that are that 20% that are probably those Trump voters. Yeah. So uh, which, or that's the way that they want to portray it. It's everything. I goes think back, it's more so that, yeah, it's, it, everything goes back to those evil Trump voters, the, the, uh, the, the basket the, of deplorables, yeah, the basket of deplorables, the insurrectionists, it, it goes back to those. And I think that those numbers are like, it, it's that for a reason. So oh, I think, no, it, I, I think I it was thought that's, out. That's a stellar point. Yeah, I agree. Uh, to, to go back, to what the producer was saying, there's a lot to dissect there because I, I know that, that people get upset um, saying that that how this would wouldn't happen here. I think one of the signifiers is why I would make the agree with agree with Rex that this wouldn't happen here is the amount of people that were ready to sacrifice their their jobs. Like uh, one of uh, Rex and I's old coworkers, um, his wife, uh, she ended up getting a religious exemption at the 11th hour, but she was about to sacrifice a very, very good high paying job with, with full benefits that she's been at a long time and was at the top of, she was in a leadership role there. And, uh, and the, the, so those people are out there. Um, I think when, when you're saying that about a stolen election, the difference is when you go back, if you had, um, a more homogenous country, a more where a more united country, which is it's divided on purpose. So I, I don't. It's not a fair question to say if, or rather, it's not the most accurate summation, in my opinion, to say 
that people wouldn't stand for a, or, or would or wouldn't stand for a stolen election if the country knew if 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 if, if basically what now is a propaganda wing of the Democrat Party. So there's there so many moving parts. If if the con- the whole country actually believed that the election process was fraudulent and not real, you would have a different result versus the political partisanship that exists now for basically two political parties that both screw us over for their own gain. That's the difference. It's 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 a it's it's not it's not entirely real in the sense that the, take Dan Crenshaw for example. Um, the guy you read his book. The guy says all these things, but he's he's a fraud. Dan Crenshaw is a terrible leader. He's he's not good. He, I'm sorry. He's a terrible politician. He's a crooked politician. He, uh, in my opinion, he's a corrupt politician and he's a self-serving politician, which most of them are. And so, but the American people, via our heritage and other mechanisms, are are, are still born and bred to 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 do what we've always done as a country, but they're being coerced. Like it's the, it's the coercion, not, I don't think it's the fortitude of the American population. I think it's the ability of the power controllers to coerce them. And so, and that's kind of one of the reasons I'm always saying what we do or or what we attempt to do. And I think that with our listenership, via the feedback that I've had is to control or rather to influence in our, our sphere of influence and, that's people's obligation. You can't spur people into into action if they don't believe something. That's that's the problem. I think if the bulk of the country thought the, the, that they didn't have the ability to vote, that their vote was meaningless, then there would be an uprising. But the majority of the country doesn't think that because they've been coerced by a propaganda wing of the Democrat Party at this current juncture. That's that's my opinion on that. Is that fair? I mean, I suppose. Which I mean, I understand the frustration. That that that's how I see it. I, and I think it's the same. And so socially, I think you're accurate. Like, yeah, the the frog analogy, um, that that's accurate. But then again, what Rex said with abortion and Second Amendment, like the, so it's easier. You hear all the time while people are waking up. That's a slow process too. Both processes are slow. Neither, you know, neither. And sometimes you could have the opposite reaction, like what we would want that could potentially happen fast. And I think that's what happened in 2016. And so you'll see those those occur sometimes. But I think currently, I think more and more people that that. That out of the the smaller segment that voted for what we have right now, I think those people are starting to wake up. And one of the, the things I was reading this week is, and it, it was it was another report. And I can't remember because I, I don't have the article still up. Um, I want to say it was, I think it was Arizona, but this is happening across the country. So they had uh, over quadrupled the amount of Republicans for the uh, election committee in just one county. And so, people, and again, to lend credence to what Rex had said, you know, people are are comfortable. People, people don't. You, you can't go at, at these things in modern day culture with reckless abandon. Oh, Captain Reverso with a win, um, and this is Gateway pundit. So, election poll worker turnout for Republicans in Dane. I'm sorry, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Well, so yeah, a lot more than quadrupled in Dane County uh, from 41 last election to 318 for next election. That's a big deal. That's happening all across the country. So people don't mistake it that people aren't absolutely. Think about this. Let's go, Brandon. 
it isn't because people are like, oh, yeah, no, we're cool with this. No, people are pissed, and that's just the way it's currently manifested itself for the reasons that Rex outlined. And so th those people are taking that frustration and channeling into which everybody should be doing. This is the way a lot of people are channeling it, and there's other ways that, that, that people are, are handling it. And so think about it. We, we weren't doing a podcast when we wouldn't have been, we wouldn't be doing this if the election got, didn't get stolen. So everybody's doing something different, but a lot of people are doing something. And I think that's the key element. It just, things look different and things manifest themselves in a variety of ways. And dude, this is not unique to that one singular County in Wisconsin, I promise. And so pe people are not going to let that happen again. And if they try it again, it's It's going to, I would wager at that point, it's probably going to be freaking pandemonium. And look, there was a reason that they, they did what they did at the Capitol when they, they cordoned it off for how long with the national guard, they didn't do that. Cause, cause they don't fear the people. They do. They know what's up. They know what they did. They know what people are capable of. Who, who knows what the determinant factor as far as, or as driving force or, or um, occurrence in time frame would be for those things things to happen. And, and I, I think reasonably, I think that, that we should avert widespread violence at all costs. The, they seem to be pushing people in that direction. And I, it's, it, it'll rectify itself. America is yeah. not ready to quit yet, in my opinion. And I completely agree. I, the, the widespread violence thing, like – you cannot let that happen. It, and honestly, my whole thought behind that is that the minute this pl this place breaks out in a civil war, and it would be right for the picking for somebody like China to yes. to come in, um, and then all oh, bets yeah, for, are, all bets are off at you, that point. Yeah, if you think Russia and China aren't licking their chops, and and the and when you look at it, the the quote unquote president of the United States of America is absolutely, completely, and totally beholden to them, and so is his, his uh, grifting punk, drug addicted, sexual, sexually deviant, disgusting son, um, Spawn. And there was more from his relationships with some of these foreign countries and some of the grifts that they have tried, attempted, and some that they succeeded, and some they didn't succeed this week, and. We 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 are only allocated so much time, you know, in a week. But there's 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 obviously plenty of stuff you could talk about in that realm, um, and you can do your own extracurricular research if you haven't seen those things and you're listening. And in alternative media, there there is so much information in just a week's time. Which, given this was two weeks, but uh, yeah, the, the, if if they, it's it's a delicate situation. It's it's, it's definitely not a. It's a delicate situation. These people are, are in bed with them. That you know they're uh, they're fiddling with these communists for their own personal gain at the expense, detriment, and um, potential it, it, at the expense of everyone else. And and it's a dangerous game. <laughs>